Hello, welcome to another episode of Hope with Danny, a podcast dedicated to inspire listeners everywhere with weekly stories and personal testimonies from our wide range of guests. I'm your host, Danny Daniel, and thank you for listening. Here we are at another uh, interview from a great guest from around the country, and uh, specifically here in Athens, uh, that has a story to tell like all of our guests do. But before we get started with that, I want to introduce uh, our partners. We have partners in the Athens Area Chamber of Commerce, and another business partner is the Oconee Chamber of Commerce, which we're going to work very closely with in the future. And we also uh, support uh, some of our charitable partners, which are the Wounded Warriors, Camp Southern Ground, St. Jude's Children's Hospital, uh, Lydia's Place here locally, and the Fellowship of Christians and Jews. So those are some of the folks that we uh, support. Now, we also support the Athens YMCA and all the things they do out there. We're very fortunate to have on today the director, CEO, and the everything of the YMCA of Athens, and that is Miss Shay Wilson. Shay, glad to have you. Thank you all. Thanks so much for thinking of me. I'm happy to be here. Well, you can't think about Athens, Georgia without thinking about the YMCA, and that goes all the way back earlier than I can think of, but to Fran Tarkenton went there and was a, was a football player. If you don't know who Fran Tarkenton is, then you don't live in Athens, Georgia. Probably one of the greatest, <laughs> uh, arguably, quarterbacks at the University of Georgia, and he started at the Y, as a lot of people started. Uh, if there's any story that can be told uh, about uh, hope, uh, hope is invoked in thousands of kids that went to the YMCA throughout the years, including myself. I went from probably kindergarten, first grade, all the way through as far as you can go, seventh or eighth grade. Loved every minute of it uh, and participated as best I could in all the sports. I never was a, a standout by any means, but I met a lot of friends there. That's part of what the Y is about, meeting friends, isn't it, Shay? It is. All of that, the story that you just shared from your personal experience, there are thousands of kids still coming through this organization today that walk out with that exact same story. We have certainly kept that alive. Well, tell us a little bit about the history of the Y. It's pretty important. It is. This is the neatest organization around us, hands down. So, we are currently, so we say the top, we're, we're the third oldest YMCA in the country. I, I know for sure we're in the top five oldest YMCAs in the country. We celebrated 164 years of service in March of 2020, and or sorry, 2021. So we've been here a very, very long time. This Y is definitely um, ingrained in the fabric of Athens, Clark County. Our wife started on UGA campus in 1857, and we were a men's Bible study. That's how it started out, and then it moved to the George Theater. We hired the first CEO at that time, W.T. Forbes, and W.T. also at that time went to the mountains, went to Raven County, and um, with this wife, purchased a bunch of land and started residential camps. Those That's now Athens Y Camp for Boys and Camp Chatuga, and at the time it was just for young men, and the purpose was just to get them out of here, maybe even let their moms have a break, but um, get them out of here, get them into something totally different. So we have those, and those are still up and running, 122 years, I think is what we're working with, and then and then from there, we moved to the Holiday Inn, 
that was our second location. And then our third location in 68, we opened the, the facility we're in right now, which is on Hawthorne Avenue. And um, we're very blessed. You know, we've had five CEOs in 164 years. There's not a lot of staff turnover here. We're very, very loyal to this organization, and it shows every day. Um, our membership base is strong, and we're, you know, we're serving a lot of children. We just started Camp Kelly yesterday. This is the 85th summer for our day camp, which is the longest-running day camp in our town. It is held on site now, and we'll serve about a thousand kids this summer. So, you know, it just is a it's one of those places you just kind of want to wrap your arms around it and hug it and squeeze it. And we're just, we're very thankful. Uh, we know that God works through us to, to work here every day. We're, we're just immensely thankful to be here. Well, let's go back a little bit and let me tell a little bit of my history with the YMCA. Uh, of course, I went there seven or eight years. I don't know how long. Uh, uh, the parents wanted you to go there so they could come watch the games and that sort of thing. But they really wanted to give you an opportunity to grow up. And that's what the Y is really all about. You meet people that you know for the rest of your life. Uh, you meet people that influence you for the rest of your life. But the biggest influence at the Y, which used to be at the Holiday Inn site now, is the one I grew up in, was uh, uh, Coburn Kelly. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody knew him. Uh, Kelly meant everything to everybody, really. And uh, he took football teams to some place up north uh, and played for some championships. I don't know how they did. Uh, anyway, uh, I cannot help but remember uh, going to the swimming pool, which back then you were not allowed to wear bathing suits. It was an unusual, <laughs> it was an unusual requirement uh, based on today's society. But one day I thought it was uh, a great idea to take my dad down there and jump in the pool, obviously without any clothes on. The problem we've, picked Wednesday, which was family day. And when we came up and saw all those people there, we had to ask for towels really quick. Uh, so I picked the wrong day. Uh, that's a true story, by the way. Uh, but I can remember so many stories about the Y downtown. Uh, and a lot of people, you know, a little bit hesitant about moving to the big Y, the 90,000 square foot facility, only because mm-hmm. they had so many members at what we call the the YMCA, down, uh, YMCA downtown. But uh, you couldn't serve the number of people. You couldn't uh, have the facilities. There was just a little bitty ball field there. They had it for football, for baseball, and for every other kind of ball. And uh, it, uh, it just wasn't big enough. Thank goodness the foresight was to move downtown. Uh, now, you mentioned a, a pincher God has been involved in here as you folks have invoked hope for thousands of kids throughout. Uh, meaningful things that happened to them at the Y gave them hope. And we're going to thread that through your, your comments today, I think. But tell me about the motto of the Y. Uh, isn't it still uh, the Young Men's Christian Association, number one? And number two, is their theme and motto, mind, body, and spirit? Do those still, things still help held at the Y? They are. So this is still the YMCA, the Young Men's Christian Association. Our mission statement remains the same as when we started, to put Christian principles into practice through programs that build a healthy spirit, mind, and body. 
and we still operate with our core values of honesty, respect, caring, and responsibility. Our kids still go to Coburn Kelly's chapel that, that he built over at Pine Tops off of Mitchell Bridge. We brought that chapel and three cabins over to this property, so our children still visit that every day. They still do character development every day. We do require the yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. We do pray every day. We don't allow people to sit in a special area if they're not going to pray. Um, I'm pretty unapologetic about my about my Christian leadership in here and have a lot of board support for that. We definitely uphold a lot a lot of those, you know, sometimes they'll say, Coach Shay, you're so old school is what they'll say to me. And I'll say, well, you'll be thankful one day. Um, but, you know, we still we still hold all of those traditions and all those values on, on a pedestal. And our kids are taught. I think that the main difference, what you get when you move to Hawthorne Avenue, and especially in today's time, we're busing in in the, in the afternoons during the school year. We have 18 buses, whether that be our fleet, the YMCA buses, or a school bus, drop off kids at this site. So we're bringing kids in from three counties, Jackson, Oconee, and Clark, and we're bringing in all the private schools every single day. And one of the coolest things to watch is a kid from Jackson County meet a best friend from Oconee, and they would have never met had the Why Not Bridge the Gap. And it's one of the reasons I haven't wanted to go necessarily into the schools to run after-school programs. I think it's a, a unique offering to be able to send your kid. They also get here, and instead of doing traditional after-school stuff, which we love, homework and things like that, we're putting them in specific programs. So they come in, they get off the bus at 3.30, and they immediately go into swim lessons or tackle football or soccer or cheerleading or arts and crafts, or you name it, we offer 18 programs a quarter. To give one, the parents, a place, a safe place to send their children during after school and during the summer, and they, they can be at peace while they work, is, is just an unbelievable asset. To give the kids somewhere to grow up where they take their shoes off and fall asleep in the gyms, and they're just so loved, is is also just again it's just a huge blessing to be a part of something this big and it is so much bigger than us i mean this we are a moving machine over here it's a lot of members partnerships with hospitals we're doing chronic disease prevention programs we're doing childhood obesity programs swim lessons out the wazoo we really are kind of the place that if there is something you need in your life and we can help meet that need we will certainly try that that's in essence, what we do over here. But all of the mission statement, our Christian values, the youth development, healthy living, social responsibility, all that stuff still stands. Well, and it's all supported by a, a board that believes in values. And you're not just a typical why. I'd say you're a typical why in that you put all these programs in and you develop them all the time. Uh, you know, when I was there, they had one bus, <laughs> literally. One bus to go to whatever schools they went to, probably a limited number of them. Certainly didn't go out to Oconee County and the other areas. And uh, when it broke down, the the Y kind of had a way to break down, I think. But that bus not only picked up kids, if they did back then, but it also, with uh, Coven Kelly, took us on trips to all the way to California and back. Uh, and it was diversified at that point in time, and it allowed an opportunity for growth and character building. 
I, I wonder how many uh, facilities uh, expect yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, and no, sir. Uh, expect it and uh, almost demand it because what's happening to this generation without that character building, I think, is uh, devastating in, in another way. So I'm glad that you do that, and I'm quite sure that the parents uh, go along with that. And, again, I like the diversity in the why uh, and uh, really the overcoming of adversity. Not all of your kids that come there come from uh, net worth families, you might say. They come from all over, and the diversity and ad, ad, opportunity to build is uh, widespread. And I commend mm-hmm. you for that. I really, really do. Um, Thank you. So let's get further in to, uh, to what your programs are. And your programs are not just for Y kids. I understand there's some programs for adults as well. That is true. So we do swim lessons for adults. We do uh, adaptive swim program for those with special needs. We have got um, breast cancer survivor programs, um, chronic disease, uh, a lot of type 2 diabetes programs. And then, you know, just to be the membership piece of it, we have a ton of older active adult classes and a lot of our seniors come in and they'll do potlucks and that socialization piece is key for them. Uh, We watched some pretty substantial digression during COVID and battled uh, to get those folks back in the facility as, as soon as we could. You've also, we've got Child Watch, which is a kind of a, it's like a daycare center, but you can only use it for up to two hours a day and it's included in your membership. And so you will have a lot of at-home moms come in in the morning to take fitness classes and can leave their children in there for up to two hours. And just, again, it goes back to community benefit. We've really taken our time and kind of said, okay, you know, what, what do people need from us and what can we actually do? Now, there are things that I have to say no to. You know, I tell people all the time, um, Jesus was a no man. Uh, we, we do use the term no, and not everybody likes it all the time, and that's okay. But we've really had to take a look at what 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 can we do and do well, and what are others doing and doing well. And some of the nonprofits in our town and the folks that I work with, they are brilliant in their areas. We don't need to step on their toes. We just kind of need to be behind the scenes if needed. So we certainly do, though, take our healthy living um, approach, and we, we want it to be a holistic approach. We want you to be healthy spiritually. We want you to be to be healthy physically. And so we've really brought in just some amazing classes, especially in the water. We want people to feel good about being around the water. So swim lessons are always um, a real big piece of the puzzle. A lot of this, though, is just family-centered. You know, one of the things we say in board meetings, we always say, if you want to do something with your family on a Saturday and you want to go walk on trails, play on a playground, take a fitness class, and go swimming. Well, there's nowhere else to go besides the Athens YMCA where you have 13 acres of walking trails or biking trails, and then you can play on the playground and eat lunch, and then you can put your children in child watch, go take a class, and then your whole family can go swimming. I mean, it just doesn't get any better than what we do here. And the whole thing is just to not welcome you, but celebrate you when you walk in. That's the thing. And people coming out of COVID really have needed that. Our kids have really needed to be celebrated and loved on. We just want to provide something where when you walk in, this 
we will all in this facility will meet you right where you are in life. And I think sometimes we forget that we're a lot more alike than we are different. Everybody has a story. So we just try to share that in here, make people feel good. Well, I, I want to say this, and I say it uh, open-heartedly. Uh, I use uh, your motto, mind, body, and spirit, because let's think, think about that a minute. If you can get your mind, body, and spirit right, well, what else is there? Uh, if mm-hmm. you can project yourself out there mentally, uh, physically, and spiritually in a positive way, then you're going to have an influence on somebody else. And that's what we try to do. We try to provide hope that will uh, invoke that in people. And, again, I think about all of your kids. Uh, you're not apologizing for the fact that you use the term Jesus every now and then. You're not apologizing <laughs> because you're a community compliment and that part of your mission is spiritual. Uh, you stand up for what you believe in, and you project it out to your kids, and they're going to know something about that before they leave that why, whether they're a month or five years. Is that right? That's, that is exactly right. I am very unapologetic about the leadership here, what we do. I, I've held multiple calls with, with, um, with families that are in camp and explain kind of what we did. And I've, I've said multiple times, you know, we respect that, that our offerings are not for everyone. Uh, what we will not do, though, is, is change for one or two voices. So, Again, I'm pretty unapologetic about being a Christian and being called to lead a Christian organization. It's been a battle. We have our challenges. I'm challenged often by people in the community or just ideas that are out here. Um, You know, social media has really gotten in the heads of our kids, and we battle that quite often. But you're right. We, um, We stand for who we are and we're okay with it. We're okay with people disassociating from the organization. We're, just, we're okay with it. We, we want to help people find where they feel that they belong. And if this isn't it, I respect that. Well, let me say something. Uh, again, we're talking with Shay Wilson. She's the executive director and has been for quite some time uh, with the YMC, Athens YMCA, and she's doing a fantastic job. Uh, but the reason she's able to do that, because she's got a great organization, a great board of directors, and she's got something to really work with there, something that is a community compliment. And uh, I'm, I'm just glad to hear your thoughts in that you're not willing to fold yourself into the uh, things that make us not what we should be. You're not willing to fold your principles into that. And you're, you're, you're upstanding for your children, and they're important. But what concerns me about the children, what do you do about these cell phones? Uh, I mean, really, they're, they're <laughs> killing the brains of our children. They're, they're putting us, they can't even communicate without the darn things. So what do you do when somebody uh, brings a cell phone in? We take it. So we don't allow those in programs or in camp. Uh, we don't, you don't need those. You, there's enough entertainment here for the world. We feel like, you know, people will say, Coach Shay, you don't take, and I, I say Coach Shay because I, started here in 99 as a kindergarten basketball coach and every staff member here that works in youth or athletics we always say you know, coach Shay or coach Gina and that way the kids know they're that, that we're, we're not you know we're not friends we're here to be mentors um and and we are strict you know we we are we we want you to behave and we want you to go home and hug your parents or your guardians or whoever's raising you and we want you to know that God's first and others are second and yourself is third and so that's why I continue to use coach, but they will say, um, you know, 
Koshay, we need to, we need to be on our phones. Like what, you know, what if our mom texts us or what if, you know, whatever. And I'm like, listen, we don't take field trips over here because we are so blessed. We have 34 acres. We have trails. We've got pools. We've got mountain bikes. We've got skating. You name it and the kids can do it all right here. And you don't need, number one, you don't need technology when you're here. You don't. This, this is truly for us. This is camp and not daycare. Uh, we're not babysitting. We just ran archery and riflery right before I got on this call. We ran mountain biking this morning right before the call. We've already offered swim lessons this morning. And these kids will be with us today for nine hours, and they move every 50 minutes, and they're dirty, and they're sweaty, and they're so happy, and they pray before lunch, and they say, yes, ma'am, and they do all the things that people will say, oh, kids just aren't built like that anymore. Well, kids, kids don't come out built like that. Like we feel that as the people that have been entrusted with them, we just want, we, we want to help them build into that. We want every one of our children to be successful. That's it. Well, we I, want them I, I to know be great humans. I know for sure that kids weren't born with a cell phone. I'm, I'm certain of that. Right. That's exactly uh, right. <laughs> they were born uh, most likely with a mother that cares about them and a dad and all that sort of stuff. But uh, I, I applaud you because if their mother or dad need to get in touch with them, I think they'll have a way. They just call the Y number and said, my son That's is correct. and uh, work at that, that angle. Uh, there's another place that we need to get people to throw away the cell phones. That's when you go out to eat. It just drives <laughs> me insane to see four people, a family, they're out to eat. It's costing a lot of money, and they're all on a cell phone. Throw, mm -hmm. th th it ought to be a requirement that when you come into the restaurant, give me your cell phone, and then we'll assure you of a better time. Now, I'm pretty pretty strong about that, but uh, I'm glad you take them up when, you, when they get there. Uh, let's yeah. talk a little bit more. I really like the idea that you're not a day camp. Uh, you are a day camp, but you're not a daycare uh, center. Uh, you're not there to babysit by any stretch of the imagination. You're trying to build these kids up and uh, have some self-worth, and I applaud that. Yes, yes, sir. That I mean, that that's it. We are not. I make it. You know, I state that on parents' calls, like you have registered your child for a true day camp. So what what they do up at Athens Y Camp? What Edward Schaefer, who's our executive director up there. What they do up there is what we do here, just condensed down into an eight-hour day. Uh, this is this is you have to be able to make it. Um, we want our kids to be successful. We certainly do work with them, but we we are not here to channel negative behaviors. We're not. We're we can only do so much. We want our kids to learn new skills. We've got children right now who've never been on a bike, and so we will be teaching bike riding pretty soon. We have children who've never been in the pool. Our whole day camp is to get dirty, just be a kid. You don't have to worry about what's happening on Instagram. And we go as far as our older, our oldest kid, we may have siblings. You know, if the younger siblings have an issue, we don't pull the older kid out. We call the mom. We want every kid just to be a kid. We just want great childhoods. And so we're pretty strategic about it. We do a lot of training. Our staff go through a ton of training, about 40 hours before they can start camp. And we want to, we just, again, they're on nature walks. They're playing in creeks. We're at an outdoor amphitheater. We sing songs. 
We do Wednesday worship, so all the kids will worship together tomorrow morning. We just do, if you think of it at a Christian residential camp, we just try to modify that and put it into a day camp setting. And right now, we we actually have about 112 kids on our waiting list to get into Camp Kelly. I just don't have the space here because we also have members. And as big as this building is, you know, you can only do, I would would really have to expand. So we're looking at that, though, because what I never want to do is tell a kid they can't come to camp because of space. That just breaks my heart. So, you know, we do a lot of fundraising, I, I think. I think some of what happened to us is that YMCA's in general across the country kind of lost their footing as a nonprofit, and we we do run a different model. We are federated, and we do run a different business model, but we are a nonprofit, and one of the unique things about Athens, our YMCA, is we don't receive state and federal funding, and that's by choice. So we're self-sustaining, so we raise our own money, and we had 127 families request financial aid for summer camp this summer, which is more than I've had in my career. And I've been here almost 21 years and was the youth and athletic director for a very long time. So there's a lot of need and um, we see it from all households. We've got, we see the, you know, folks who uh, low socioeconomic status to what on paper looks like a very wealthy household, and and we help everybody. We don't have any red tape. If you apply for financial aid, we try to help you. Well, I just applaud that. Uh, I want to divert for half a second to go back to Camp Kelly, uh, which is the the one I went to, and there was a reason for that. Uh, and I was the leader for there's a guy named Doc Eldridge. Uh, he was my camper, believe it or not, back a hundred years ago at Camp Kelly. Uh, he wouldn't admit it, but I know I was. Uh, he used to sit by Kelly, and my other camper sat by me, and I, I understood that. He was a b- big shot at a young age. But uh, I want to divert back just a half a minute to Big Y Camp. I never went there because I heard all kind of crazy things about it, that you had to do all kind of crazy things. They were all wrong, and they were all put out of perspective. Uh, but I went there at least four or five or six years as the nurse's husband. My wife was a nurse there, and I would go as the nurse's husband. And I'll never forget uh, talking about character building. When I went that, went down there to the ball field with my son, first one to go there, Trey, and uh, he was almost in tears. He said, Dad, I don't know whether I can do this or not. I said, of course you can, bud. There have been thousands of kids before you that have done that. You can make it. Uh, bless Pat, by the end of the, the session – he was the camper of the session. So talking about character building and what you can do with a kid um, with a little bit of discipline along the way, which our kids need a lot of, I, I think, nowadays, and y'all provide that. Uh, so that's the reason I didn't go to Big Y Camp. I heard bad things about it, which were all untrue. Ed Schaefer was my guest a couple of times ago, and uh, I respect him 100%. He's done a lot, as you have done. Uh, for the the YMCA boys. Uh, Now, if we can get into just a a quick minute or two about how you got to be the director and who provided that opportunity for you. Absolutely. This is one of my favorite stories. I was 19 years old, had moved to Athens. I grew up between Jackson County and Madison County, never knew what the Y was. I was working in a dry cleaner in Athens, and Miss Janie Bush came in one day and said, honey, you should be working at the YMCA, and I just was like, okay. 
uh, that when she came back to pick up her clothes, she handed me a business card and said, I've already set you up an interview. (laughs) So I came over, interviewed that day in November, and got hired on the spot as a kindergarten basketball coach. I played soccer, so that was a stretch for me. Hand-eye coordination was a little rough, but nonetheless. And it just sucked me in. You know, I, I will be the first to tell anybody uh, my story is that I probably wasn't in the best space and I wasn't making the best decisions. Nothing I regret. I just was young. And this place gave me at the day that a kid called me Coach Shay and the, and the day that a kid asked why I wasn't at work was a game changer for me. I, I realized that life was not about me and it was about everybody else around me. And so I stayed, um, and I ended up coaching soccer and, and going on and on. I was a volunteer at one point. I worked at the YWCO in sports for about 11 months and still volunteered here. And then in 2004, um, I had been a coordinator. The call came to just, would you be interested in being the assistant youth director? And uh, yes, I didn't care what they asked me to do. So that that started, and then it just kind of rolled. In 2005, I took over youth completely. In 2007, it was youth and athletics. And then I um, worked with some phenomenal men to start a youth football league, and that was just outstanding. It was a a Christian school football league, and, and that's been really fun over the years. And then I became the associate exec in 2010 and then the CEO in 2014. And I feel like it just kind of raised me up. I was very lost in life. I think God knew from way early on looking back that this is where I needed to be. I never in a million years thought I would be sitting in this seat. I am still sometimes have to pinch myself. Just, are you really the one that is running that? Um, and it's hard and it's challenging, and we are uh, we are in some very difficult times. Uh, we are being challenged on several different things, and my job is to wake up every day and to protect the mission, my staff, and everybody who wants to step foot in here. So that's kind of my my road. Well, I very much respect Janie Bush and her husband, Butch Bush. They're classmates of mine, as a matter of fact, and I have always respected them. And Janie's been there a long time. Mm-hmm. And she knows what goes on and what needs to go on there. And I thank her very much for having her business card that day. <laughs> business <laughs> cards do. are important, guys. If you don't have a business card and you're in business, you're in trouble. <laughs> um, and uh, so I, I think that's the way to go and the way to get the word out quickly. Uh, we've got just a minute or two left here, and I want to talk about a little bit about the future and your growth opportunities. But you also have you said on your uh, outline here that mental health had a place in what your folks are doing. Yes. So we we so growth for us. We pre-COVID we were kind of busting at the seams. And so we we were in the the preliminary phases of a capital campaign, which we had not done one of those. We have not been engaged in one in 50 years, which speaks volumes for us trying to self-sustain. But the downside is that we haven't done one in 50 years. So you kind of lose relevance a little bit. I mean, people just assume you got it, right? And and so we're really crafting the message right now. We're crafting that elevator speech of what it is we really do. We're not a swim and gym. We have a swim and a gym, but we are not a swim and gym. And so we're really working to to craft that message. And, and we're going to have to 
uh, repurpose this space. We're very blessed with so much of it, but it needs to be repurposed. And at that point, I think we could we could uh, bus in and house about 500 kids a day. I've, I've had some middle school young men, both white and African-American, sit in my office and ask me if I would start a school. And I said, well, fellas, that is easier said than done. And then I, and, and one of those children goes to North Oconee and two go to Clark Central. And I said, well, why do you guys want me to start a school? And these 14-year-old boys looked me in my face and said, Coach Shea, because we're so loved here. And that just, you know, I mean, it just didn't really get any better than that. I mean, this place is, is, is home to so many. So we do want to repurpose a facility, certainly make sure that it lives for the next 50 years. I tell people my job's not to put the torch out. It's to pass it on. I'm not the end-all be-all to the Athens Y. This is just, I'm just on the journey of the Athens Y. Some other growth opportunities could potentially come in other counties. Um, we serve nine counties around us. We have the, the service rights to those in the Y world. And so there's some opportunity to put programming in other counties, um, build facilities in other counties. And so we could be bringing the Y out to, to other places. Well, that sounds uh, admirable to say the least. And I admonish the fact that what you're doing out there is what every kid needs. Uh, my wife asked me one time, what breaks your heart? And immediately the response was children. Mm-hmm. And I believe that with all my heart. And I believe that the YMCA has really made a difference in the lives of so many thousands of kids. If you include the Big Y Camp, Ed Schaefer and what his program's doing, if you include Camp Kelly, uh, it's, a, it's a big deal. And if you ever want an opportunity for your child to be brought up in a Christian atmosphere with people that know what they're doing, that have positive influences on the kids' lives, the YMCA is, YMCA is the place to go. Uh, we're indebted to you. Uh, Shay Wilson for being with us today and talking about a subject that's close to my heart and we uh, we want you to come back sometime uh, what do you think if I can ask you a closing statement what do you think that the why invokes in children the most as it refers to hope I think that it gives them a place to just be themselves I think that it gives them a place to grow and thrive without the pressures of today's society. I think that this is where you come in and you get to just see their shoulders drop and they really get to just be themselves without any societal pressures. And that's worth every penny for sure. No question about it. Well, where can folks go to find out more about your campaign and more about the why? They can go to our website. It's www.athensymca.org, and everything is on that website. And they can certainly call my office at any time or stop by. I would love to talk to anybody about the why. Well, we appreciate what you're doing. You're a community a pillow, if nothing less than that. And uh, we know that you're doing the right things out there with the right mission and the right virtues and values, and we thank you for that. Thank you all so much for having me. Thank you. Subscribe to our social media and share your stories on the HopeWithDanny.com website. Remember, it's all about hope. I'm your host, Danny Daniel. This episode was recorded at Vega Studios.